what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of all things super i am one of your hosts spider and i am joined once again squat crack whip sounds slap by mr vip frank washington how are you doing today sir i am whipping the whack just with two hands, just ah, ah, almost like a lightsaber the way you gotta whip the whip, Spider. You gotta, ah. I don't think Han ever used a lightsaber, huh? What? I don't think Han ever used a lightsaber. Let's talk about Han, I'm talking about the legendary Indiana Jones. I don't think he can effectively use a whip with two hands. Because I think the the control in it is like swinging it and pulling it back. Oh, and then, a, you know how much of a badass you gotta be to have, to even carry a whip on a normal day. Like, who's carrying a whip? That's the most racist shit that I could ever imagine somebody having on their person. Like, if you was at if you was at your local grocery store and you seen a guy with a whip on this, <laughs> you need the hat. Without the hat, you just look like a... Indiana Jones hat on and you just got the whip on your hip. Like, what are you... What is this? What is going on? (laughs) I don't know. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Indiana Jones has a a whip. And he used it to fight Nazis. Did he Huh? Did he though? Well, not in this movie. He might have used a whip all of twice. In this, in, in this, this movie, in this movie, yes. This movie, yes. But he, previously, he's used a. Not like that. That's not a use whip. Oh my god! The Indiana Jones uses his way. And I use it. Yeah, okay, you go I ahead. Would, I would be. Yeah, I would be whipped. <laughs> you would absolutely destroy your back trying whip to use whip like that. That's not how Whiplash did it. No, no. Oh, well, I guess I better stick to my own policy. How are you, Spider? What's going on, sir? I'm here. Uh, ready to ready talk? To whip it? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm oh. ready to talk about Indiana Jones and a Dial of Destiny because this is all things super. Where we take every week, we take a piece of superpower movie, TV shows, even trailers. We watch them, we review them, we react to them, we break them down, and we ask the question: Is it super? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? think if you put the it after the is it sounds the correct way mm, well we'll see which, which but... is which is the way you said it <laughs> but if you like that go ahead subscribe to the channel hit the bell so you can be notified when we have new episodes Dang. that come out if you want the audio version of the podcast just search for all things super on your favorite podcast streaming platform and if you want to join in on the conversation just tweet at us at at super pod and let me know what's your favorite soup in the comment section. Sure. <laughs> Put in the comment section what's your favorite soup and we'll we'll read the comments about what your favorite soup is. 
This is VIP Frank and Washington. What's your favorite soup? I like clam chowder, but I'm not afraid to admit that I like good old fashioned chicken noodle. Chicken noodle is a classic. It is one of those comforting when your tummy hurts and you're not feeling well. Chicken noodle soup. With, I don't know what the other stuff is. And a good tomato bisque with a nice grilled cheese. There you go. And clam chowder with other seafood in it besides clams. <laughs> so a seafood chowder. We could, we could be all day on soup. <laughs> but let us know in the comments what your favorite soup is. A gumbo is not a soup, but for some people, I guess it is. So if you put that on there, I understand. But anyway, yes. No, no, you got to let the people know what your favorite soup. People don't want to know what my favorite soup is. My favorite soup is knowledge to me and me alone. Oh, wow. See how he is, y'all? I am so open like these hands. Put in the comments (laughs) what you think my favorite soup is. Oh, wow. See, this is why they, it's a lot of homework. Listen, (laughs) if you are here, you're here because you enjoy the content that we produce. So we give to you every week. Just give back to us just a little bit. Just put in the comments what you think my favorite soup is. I'm thinking spaghettios. Oh, oh, oh. That is not a soup. Spaghettios. Spaghettios in soup. That is not it's a soup. soup. No, it's not a soup. That is pasta in sauce. That is not a soup. That is the soup. That is not a soup. You can have spaghettios and grilled cheese sandwich. That's like soup and sandwich. That's not a soup. That is a pasta in that is a pasta meal in a can. That's First not all, soup. Just because it's in a can, don't make it less of a meal, man. I'm, I'm not saying, saying that it's less of a meal. I'm just saying that it's <laughs> not a soup. What makes it not a soup? It's a sauce and a noodle. Yeah, that's not noodle soup. Is that's not in a sauce. That's in a broth. There's soups and sauces. What soup is in a sauce? Uh, right there. Uh, clam bisque is in the sauce. It's in the soup sauce. A a soup saucy sauce. Soup. Yeah, that's not a broth. <laughs> it's a cream based broth. I mean, it's soup. a cream based soup, but it's still not a sauce. It can be a sauce if I drizzle mm. it over some steak. You're gonna drizzle seafood bisque over the steak. Call it surf and turf. Sell it for $5.99. Let's go. You selling the steak for $5.99. That cannot be a good cut of steak. First of all, this this isn't the part of the conversation where we talk about the quality of meat. <laughs> we talk, talking about a quick little soup for $5.99. A little six ounces of ribeye for $5.99. First of all, I think somebody in the sandwich space got some creamy, meaty type of soup that they sell for $5.99, and that's probably a deal. You can if you can find that and show that to me, that's a place that I will not eat. That sounds like <laughs> If it's overseas, what do you do then? Because Indiana Jones was actually in multiple places. You're going to tell me he didn't come across some delicacies that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. The man hate chill monkey brain. So imagine if you had an option of chill monkey brain and a soup that had steak in it, 
I'm Which one you sure got? he would probably take the suit that has steak in it because he's more there familiar with that than chilled there monkey brain. Go. But we're not now, talking now, about a comparison of contrast between the two. What if it came out of a can? What if it came out of a can? You think he'll eat it still? You are missing the entire point of everything that I've been saying. I'm just hoping you point somewhere else. <laughs> but we're talking about Indiana Jones like and things. the Dial of Destiny. Uh, it just came out. Newest Indiana Jones, fifth film in the franchise, mm-hmm. and some say the final film. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that. Uh, the ending and that post credit scene was enough to make you think that it's you got a couple more adventures left. What? What's wrong? What did I say? What did I do now? Nothing. What's, what's you didn't do anything. Now? You didn't do anything. I, I, I. You shaking your head because I'm hoping that we don't get any more films. But oh wow, we're gonna dive right into it because, like we said, I guess so. Going guess into so. our movies, going into our reviews. This is spoiler filled. We're going straight into the movie, talking about well, Indiana Jones here, and the Dollar Dust. Here we, here we go. Do, do I need to just fast forward to the end and say, "Spider is Indiana Jones and the Dial Destiny Super"? I mean, that's entirely up to you if you want to take that route or not. I am not afraid of a question. Spider, when it comes down to the legendary Harrison Ford and his iconic role of Indiana Jones, fifth iteration, Mm -hmm. Dollar Destiny, was the super. The movie... Oh, 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 here we go now. (laughs) Wow, I got out two words. You think you already know what I'm going to say. I have no clue what you're going to say, sir. I have no clue at all. Harrison Ford is back once again as the iconic Indiana Jones. Like we just mentioned, he's got the hat, he's got the whip, he's got the jacket, he's got the satchel. He's going overseas on many adventures in order to find this archaeological artifact, which in the wrong hands could potentially cause the end of the world or the change of existence as we know it. The story was as fun as all of the other Indiana Jones movies. We have some questionable choices as we've seen in a lot of movies these days, but as being an Indiana Jones movie, it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford is back to doing one of the iconic roles that he loves to do. He has on many occasions going to say that he likes doing Indiana Jones more than he does Han Solo in Star Wars. But those are two iconic roles that he has made his own. Um, but go, going into this movie, you know, I wasn't expecting a lot. We came off of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. A lot of people were disappointed mm-hmm. in that movie. Very, uh, very much so. It, it took a lot away from the Indiana Jones that we knew and loved from the original trilogy. So going into this movie, I wasn't expecting a lot. And I can say that I enjoyed myself. I had a good time watching this movie. Um, like I said, there were some parts of it where, and, and we'll get into it. Um, but overall, yeah, I would say the movie was super. I would say that it was a good movie. It was a nice Indiana Jones movie. Uh, it told a good story. It wrapped up or not wrapped up, but it answered a few questions about, you know, characters that we had seen in previous movies and going into this one, we got to see exactly uh, the motivation as to, you know, why Indy is sort of reluctant to go back to this life of adventuring and everything like that. So I feel like it was a good 
I won't say it was a great send off if this was to be the last movie. Um, I think that it, it, it potentially could have been. Um, but if they are leaving the door open to create another one, I don't know. Um, as as good as this movie was, I would like for it to be the last one because mm. the you're saying leave it on a high. Yes, I, I would or, say leave it there. Mid to mediocre. Leave it, leave it where it is right now. You you didn't go out on a bad note. It was not a horrible movie. I think that, excuse me, for the people who are nostalgic about the character, I think they'll like it. For people who are new to the franchise and they're seeing this one as the very first one, they may be a little bit indifferent about it. It didn't really do anything revolutionary. It didn't, uh, I won't say I was wowed or amazed by anything in the movie, but it was still an enjoyable movie. They still had good pieces of humor. It still had those good archeological historical facts going into the movie where we get to learn a little while we're being entertained. So <clears throat> I would say, yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's super. I would say it was a good time. It was an enjoyable movie. Uh, Harrison Ford is being Harrison Ford. He's leaning into the, the grumpy old man, um, which as rightfully he should, because he's been doing this for a very long time. Um, but no, I enjoyed myself. I liked the movie. Uh, but what say you, Mr. VIP Frank Washington, when it comes to Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny? Is it super? Oh, uh, I'm gonna make you wait. <laughs> let's talk about the movie. okay, let's talk about the movie. We have Indy on a classic Indiana Jones adventure mm-hmm. fighting what Nazis. With a whip and a gun and a satchel and a hat. You need the hat. Don't just walk around with the whip without the hat. What are whips used for? Is that for like horse training? No. Like in a normal basis? Like, is it for like a herding sheep? No, you don't herd sheep with a whip. You use a sheep dog to herd sheep. Well, what do we use a whip for outside of whips? I don't know. You need the hat. You need the hat. That's all I'm saying. Just don't wear the whip without the hat. Unless somebody want to let me know what we're using. Whips yeah, I just know so it's we get used a... for performances. I don't think it's using it in a practical sense. For lion's taming, right? Like to tame a lion. Lion taming. I've seen there's a, a guy <laughs> on social media called Jacques the Whipper who uses a whip sort of. <laughs> uh, but he uses a whip for like musical performances. Oh, that's different. He used the whip like his to keep beat while he's making up freestyle songs on on the spot. That sounds like he should be viral, because that sounds. I mean, he's got a pretty a pretty big following, I think. Does it have a certain whip to it? Like a no? Okay, I can tell why you looking at. I that... don't know. <laughs> I, I can't follow that analogy. All right, so Indy's doing this classic adventure through the train, right? Mm-hmm. It feels like an old, old Indiana Jones movie. It feels like, yeah, we're right into the middle of it. Here comes Indy to save the day because he was trying to, you know, do some archaeological finds and things of that nature. And it seemed as though he wasn't looking for these guys. They kind of, he kind of stumbled across them. They kidnapped him. Well, I mean, and, it, it was in the sense of he was sneaking around and he got caught. Same difference. <laughs> He's caught. And they put the bag over their head, and then we did a slow reveal. 
to de-age Harrison Ford. Which we saw in the trailer. Which we saw in the trailer. And in the trailer, somebody did their job. We uh, we were on the trailer, and we were impressed by the de-aging. Inside the movie, though. It did not look that have, great. I think we may have stayed on that de-aging way too long. And here, here's the thing. And so I was looking at that, and I was wondering, because... I'll use a comparison of two different franchises, one being MCU with Captain Marvel Uh and the de-aging of Samuel L. Jackson. And on the Uh other hand, being um, Mark Hamill and his digital de-aging in The Mandalorian and The the Book of Boba Fett. Season one, right? And we have these two sort of drastically different um, styles because with Captain Marvel, they actually use Samuel L. Jackson. They de-aged his face onto his own body. And so when you see this person performing in these scenes, that's really Samuel L. Jackson. Whereas in The Mandalorian, where we had a de-aged Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, it was more than just a de-aging. This was a computer-rendered model of his his face at a younger age put onto another actor's body. And I think that with the de-aged Harrison Ford, for the most part for especially for his action scenes they put his cg modeled face on a younger actor's body on a stunt performer's body and i think for those scenes you could clearly tell that you know of course this isn't harrison ford harrison ford is in his 80s at this point and you can see that you know at some times it did seem like the face drifted a little bit because of course it's not mapped perfectly for, you know, to, to be on another person's body. But even for the scenes where he was just kind of sitting and talking, it looked more CG on another person's body rather than just Harrison Ford's de-aged face. And so I was just kind of wondering, maybe it was just a different VFX studio than they used in Captain Marvel. But I really feel like the D.H. Samuel L. Jackson and Captain Marvel was a lot better than what they did for Harrison Ford. And I don't know if it's because Samuel L. Jackson may look a little bit more closer to his younger self, whereas, you know, Harrison Ford's face has aged a little bit more significantly than his younger uh, his younger face when he was portraying Indiana Jones in their original trilogy. So I don't know if that may have been the issue that they had maybe more de-aging to do between the two actors. But yeah, I, I can say that those longer takes, but then at yeah. the same time, having the de-aging on Matt Mickelson's face looked a whole lot better than what it did for Harrison Ford. So it's also very true. This is also very true. And then it again, a lot of de-aging going around. And I'm wondering because Matt Mickelson still looks a a bit more similar to his de-age character that he does now. It didn't look like they had to do much de-aging to his face. They kind of just really changed his hair color. You know, remove a few (laughs) of the wrinkles, remove a little bit of the crow's feet and, you know, they, they were fine. So... Is it just that, you know, the less actual de-aging you have to do, the better that it looks? Because, yeah, Harrison Ford, like you said, they they helped, they stayed on they those were, shots 
a little bit too long. Try to overstand their welcome. Then you started getting some weird eye bubble type rolling thing, and I was like, "Oh, okay, mm. yeah, that's that's jarring. It takes you out of the movie." But at the same time, here we go again. Indy's back. Had the had the situation he was trying to escape, stole a car, had some generals involved. Seeing that the you know the the treasure was being stolen because again it was a fake out. He was after the spirit of destiny, which was the spirit that supposedly killed Jesus while he was hanging on a cross. Yeah, like a, which like a is a lance of long long longicus or something like that. Those words sound like they're accurate. So he's thinking to himself that this needs to be in a museum versus. Longinus. Oh, can you spell it backwards? I can if I'm reading it. Okay, that's all we needed to know. <laughs> I couldn't spell it forwards, uh, 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 unless I was reading it. Um, so he's he made the decision that because the fork source to split where the train is going and where the road you know, is going, the road is going. Mm-hmm. So he has to make a decision of is he going to let this get away or is he going to do something? Now, keep in mind, guys, Indiana Jones is not an officer of the law. He is not under any government agency. He's just an archaeologist. He's a regular guy. He's just a regular guy uh, doing what's right. And so he decides to make the turn to go to to go after these, these artifacts that, you know, should be preserved to the museum and given credit to the people that they come from, which that's normally supposedly how it works. If, you know, we discover something, we kind of take care of the village and then let the world see the art and the history. If that happens, I don't, I'm not sure, but the point is he's trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. So now that he's exposed himself because we're not going where we're supposed to be going, we got to deal with these Nazis. <laughs> so here they come. And then he's trying to get away. He's trying to crash the Nazis. And then you got to do some cool Indiana Jones stuff. You got to get on this train. So explosions happen. And here comes Indy on a motorcycle. And woo! And we talked about this in Extraction, our Extraction 2 review about these <laughs> very pointed explosions. Because we we get into the first scene Isolated. of the movie <laughs> where Indy gets captured and they know that he's an American and they're trying to figure out exactly why he was there. And of course, he doesn't say anything. And so they're getting ready to execute Indy. They're getting ready to hang him. And while they're in the room about to hang Indiana Jones, and of course, he's talking his shit because, you know, he's trying to distract him while he's... Uh, are trying to cause a diversion while he's attempting his escape. A fucking missile gets dropped into the building. A bomb. Mm. It wasn't even, mm. I guess you could call it a missile, a missile, a bomb, or whatever. It gets it's dropped into the shit. building. It does not detonate on first impact. It goes through the roof, hits the floor, and does not detonate. Kind of back to, you know, uh, you know, the, the WandaVision scene where we saw young Juan and Pietro kind of been stuck in the house waiting for that Stark missile to explode. But the the bomb hits the goes to the roof, hits the floor, and it just kind of sits there, kind of slowly breaking through the floor. But not only that, it, they're in this sort of castle tower, so they're several stories up. The bomb goes through like another six floors before it hits the 
the ground floor and then mm -hmm. explodes. And as it explodes, it just basically explodes up through the hole and then blasts all the Nazis back. You know, it blasts Indy back too, but he's hanging on a rope, so he's fine somewhat. But it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't know, collapse the, the, the entire tower because if it hits the ground floor, then naturally the explosion should go outwards to that ground floor, removing all the support for the higher floors. No, no, no. It's all funneled now. It's all encapsulated. Uh -huh. That's how physics so works. Just, it explodes uh, straight up. Yeah. And because Indy was hanging and had like this much room between him and the floor, uh -huh. of course he was safe. It was fine. With enough... Uh, enough to knock the column down right to get indy out because uh -huh. you know and then he still wasn't out out mm -hmm. he had to get out because then the column was going to fall through the floor mm -hmm. and then you know indy would have probably survived because <laughs> he's indiana jones right with a whip that goes like this oh man indy is back right so the explosions are, you know, that's the thing now, Spider. They go wherever you need them to go. Sure. That's, that's going to be wanted too. Hence, with Angelina Jolie. They're going to bend explosions. <laughs> They're going to bend explosions around the corner. <laughs> and, uh, when this project shows up in some movie. movie. <laughs> Take the explosion and then turn it. <laughs> God. Caught the check, Hollywood. <laughs> Indiana Jones is back. And then when you see he's back, you see he's waking up into his apartment or his condo or however you want to call it. And you see he's not celebrated like that. He doesn't have the fame. He doesn't have the fortune, though he is recognized at his job. They give him a clock, which as somebody that's getting older, it's probably one of the worst things you can give as a president I mean, just to remind that's like the the stereotypical retirement gift and i don't know why i don't know when that that for time serve is that what it's for i thought it was i, I mean it's your ceremony you can make it mean whatever you want but usually it's time serve right i don't or know i just i just know that you know you retire from a factory or an office or whatever they give you a clock or a pocket watch or something like that yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what started that tradition, but that's uh, that's the thing that people get when they retire for whatever reason. So uh, was Indy retiring? Yeah, they say happy retirement. Oh yeah, well you know that part. I could have been eating popcorn on or something. I didn't hear that. Part. Well yeah, that okay, was so, a, that was the reason for them what, giving him a watch. The clock. He was retiring. And and it was clear that time had a lot to do with the movie. Obviously, because if you guys saw it, then you know what we're talking about. But you know how Indy's not being up with the times with the kids and the loud music and he's past his time and he's past mm -hmm. his prime. And he's not looking, Indiana Jones was not looking to go on an adventure. No. His goddaughter came back into his life. He didn't, do, he wasn't mean to her. He recognized her. They went out drinking. He was out drinking. He gave his clock away because he's like, I, I, want shit. Got, <laughs> I got I got time. What are these people talking about? So he's in a bar and he's drinking. And, you know, he's feeling down and out because he's alone. Uh, his wife is left. And, separated. Well, they're separated. And then, you know, we come to the realization Shia LaBeouf was killed in a war. Mm -hmm. Mud. 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 Muddy mud. Mud, muddy mud. It was well, just mutt. 
Optimus. Okay, so uh, I hear Chad LaBeouf. I always get that when you scream Optimus and Transformers. <laughs> Great actor, though. Anyway, so um, we're back with Indy feeling down and out. And then a ray of sunshine and his goddaughter comes to town. They get talking about historical things because she kind of eavesdropped on his class. She knew to, that he knew where the dial was or she thought that he would not do exactly what he did do, which is not destroy the dial. So she kind of is doing her own thing, tricks mm -hmm. Indy, <laughs> excuse me, into sharing the location of the dial. She gets it and then she leaves him. Yeah. What people coming after her. Coming after her for, you know, X, Y, Z reasons. She has a life. She has a backstory that we get to know a little bit later on. And at the same time, she did not give two shits about Indiana Jones. Not, no, not a, not a had, single one. <laughs> had no problem leaving him stuck out to be shot, maimed, or killed. Yep. Your godfather. And then the turn of phrase was, only if I had a godfather to kind of raise me, but not be this way. Right. Ouch. <laughs> but I mean, she's not wrong because technically, you know, that's the that's the that's the that's the, the, the role of, a, of the godparents. Should the godparents, parents yeah. not be able to raise a child, the godparents are supposed to be the ones to step in. That's why you take somebody that you trust yeah. that, so that if something happens to you, you know that so, your child is going to be in good hands. So all you guys and girls that have godparent duties you better get on your job because there could be some resentment out there. They could be stuck out and you have you killed by mercenaries. All because they want that brooch. I'm just speculating about the brooch. So she leaves Indy to die. No worries. You done underestimated who your goddad is. This is Indiana Jones with the whip that goes like this, son. He done pushed the bookshelves over and you get to see old Indy now doing some adventures, but Indy's fighting for his life, so he's not thinking about it. Adrenaline no. pumping, he's running, and he knows exactly what's going on. He ends up tracking down his goddaughter, going to the auction, and they're looking at the situation like, you can't sell this. One, this is mine. Two, this belongs in the museum. And three, I promise your dad I would destroy it, even though I lied about that part. I'm not about to let you sell it. Mm -hmm. So, but before we get to her, him tracking her down in Tangier, we get the, you know, we get the, the, the common, you know, the note studying Indy kind of is more knowledgeable than he lets on. He knows a lot about, you know, decoding things, specific artifacts. Uh, but it seems that Helena or Helena, she knows just as much as Indy because mm, she's if not more, if not more, because she's memorized all of her father's books. Who uh, Basil Shaw, played by Toby Jones, aka Arnim Zola from uh, Captain America: The First Avenger and Civil War, and Civil I mean, War. and Winter the Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah, Sorry. but so we get the return of Sala, who is Indy's friend. Who you've seen in multiple iterations of the Indiana Jones films. <laughs> About to get run over by a damn car crossing right? the street. Not but, so much. <laughs> Don't give him that much. But here and here's the thing, the reason why I said that I hope that this will be the last Indiana Jones. Just the one scene where Indy's getting cornered because these guys who's been who've been working for Dr. Voller at this point in time, 
uh, Mads Mikkelsen's character. We only know him as Dr. Schmidt, who is portraying a German scientist who mm-hmm. helped the Americans win the space race, put the men on the moon. Mm-hmm. And so now the CIA is helping him because he helped the U.S. government. So they're helping him mm-hmm. because they think that he's just trying to retrieve this artifact. So we have this agent, Agent Mason, who's played by Shanette uh, Wilson. That's a lady with the afro. Of course. She's, she's basically trying to corral Schmidt's goons because they're just going around just like, fuck it, we don't care. We're just trying to yeah, do what we need really to want. do. So they go into the school, they shoot two of the school officials, and Indy sees them and he calls 911. We have a long take of him, you know, calling 911 and while well, calling the operator to get the police because he said that there are people dead in the building. When he puts the phone down because he's being captured, we get along. They kind of like, uh, they stay on the phone for a little bit and we can clearly see that his handprint slash fingerprint is on the, the telephone. Now, I don't know what the fingerprinting technology was back in 1969, but they seem to have it, you know, pretty conclusive that Dr. Jones is not wanted for murder. Um, mm. So he goes out to the street and he's watching the television inside of the shop window. And it's, you know, it's a nightly news. It's saying that Dr. Jones is wanted for murder. There's a guy standing next to him. It's like, Haha, that guy kind of looks like you. And it's not until the guy actually looks at him. It's like, it is you. And he starts screaming, hey, this is the guy, this is the guy, this is the guy. Sala comes out, decks him in the face, <laughs> knocks him out. At first, you know, in the way that it's framed, it looks like Indy punched him, but Indy's just surprised that the guy gets knocked out. So he turns around at Sala and it's like, oh my God, I'm glad you're here. You know, and Sala's like, I came as soon as I could, you know, New York traffic, because there was a big ticker tape parade early in the day and everything. But seeing the both of them, these two mm-hmm. older gentlemen, just have mm-hmm. to sort of run across the street to get to Sala's cab. And painful to watch ain't it it's it is literally just two old men running to get to a cab and it's just those scenes where i know that you have to have because there's a sense of urgency because he needs to get to tangier before you know helena you know auctions it all because he knows you know that it's not just something that is just an artifact that doesn't work he knows that there's some because like you said later on in the movie, he's like, you know, it's not about whether or not you believe in magic. It's not about whether or not you believe in something. It's about how hard you believe in it. I've been mm-hmm. through life and I've seen many things that I can't explain, you know? Mm. So he knows that just because people think that, oh, this is just some artifact, he knows that there may be something more to it. And in order to, Again, save the the save the world. He has to make sure that Schmidt or Voller doesn't get both halves of the the dial of destiny, Archimedes' uh, dial. And so, but it is just for those practical parts of seeing these older gentlemen, older people, just have to move with you know haste, with you know urgency, and you can't have. Indiana Jones, you can't have Harrison Ford doing a long running take because hey, you know, hey, it's man, the same time cruise. Hold on, what's going on? I'm just hey, saying Harrison that Harrison Ford is not known for all that running. He's known for the whip, the whip. Oh. 
I mean, <laughs> but it's, it's more than that. We've seen movies of a younger Harrison Ford, like, uh, for example, in The Last Crusade, he's gotten a whip, like, wrapped around his neck being dragged by a car, or he's hanging on to a whip while he's getting dragged by a tank, you know? Yeah, and no good things come from whips. No, I can't see. I can't see how they apologize. But we we don't we can't expect Harrison Ford to do those type of stunts at his age. Not to say that he can't do them. What I'm saying is that we can't expect because it's more it's uh, more dangerous. In his face, but not it's it's not (laughs) about the age in his face because in that situation it's not him. But (laughs) exactly, (laughs) and I just think that because Indiana Jones has always been an action and an action historical movie right so it's a historical Mm -hmm. movie we talk about ancient artifacts and stuff like that in the history of these things but it's still an action movie there's still action stunts there's a lot of fighting we get the the... haven't been nothing good since national treasure starring nicholas cage when indiana jones started making this movies right there was a Um, gap there's a niche this is a niche the adventure historic historic action movie uh, I wouldn't call like National Treasure has... historic. It was, I would say, it's an an archaeological action movie because oh, it's the same difference. What's that? What's well, the it, difference is it? that Indiana Jones takes place in the past. National yeah. Treasure took place in modern day. Okay, so, so I wouldn't say it's it's, it's, it's historical, but comic. yeah, but Wasn't it's still it National Treasure than that. I wouldn't call National Treasure historical. Didn't they go into a cave? But they're still in they're still in modern day. It's not a it's not a period piece. It's not taking place in the past. I never said it was a period but piece. But that's what I consider to be a historical movie. It's something that took place in the past based around historical events. But this is taking based place around with World War II, things. based around with the yeah, it, that's why it's an archaeological action movie. It's take, I agree with that too. But it's not historical. It has to be historical. It was made back then. The, the Declaration of Independence wasn't signed two days ago. But it was it wasn't about the signing of the Declaration of Independence. It was about stealing the Declaration stealing of Independence. It. But it was stealing it in modern day. They didn't go back to the past to steal it. I don't disagree with that. If they had the dial of destiny, maybe they could have went back in the past. And then they would have made it a historical movie and not just an archaeological action movie. Oh, so you're saying this is a historical movie because they went back in time. No, I'm saying it's a historical movie because it takes place in the past. Yes. But we also had the mummy that took place that in the past too. Are you calling that an historical movie? Yes. It dealt with nothing historical. They were in ancient Egypt. <laughs> yeah, but they wasn't. They wasn't looking for. Uh, uh, were they looking for religious things? Why did they go down there? They went. The, the, I think that the the Book of the Dead is a pretty religious book to the Egyptians. Yes. Yeah, but they got the Book of Life. The no, they got the Book of the Dead. The Book of the Dead brought them back. To, brought them back to life. Yeah, I need to go watch the mummy. You need to go rewatch the mummy. I like the mummy. It was a good movie. I'm not saying that this is not a historical movie. I'm not saying that National Treasure is not a historical movie. You're saying it's not a historical movie. I'm saying that it's not a historical movie. But it's dealing with historical things. Yeah, and that's why it's an archaeological action movie. An archaeological historical action movie. It's not historical (laughs) because it doesn't take place in history. With time travel. But National Treasure (laughs) doesn't deal with time travel. It's dated for what year? It's dated for the year that it was coming out in. 
This which movie is, came out in 2023. Yeah, it's in the past now. It's in the past now, but when the movie was produced, it was not a historical movie. It didn't take place in the past. This movie was produced in the time period. This movie took place in the this movie was produced in the 2020s. It took place in 1969. That's a historical movie. National yeah. Treasure, whether it was produced in the early 2000s, it took place in the early 2000s. So it was a modern day movie. It was a modern day movie. We so it's agree. not a historical movie. I'm not going to say that part. It dealt with history. It does deal with history. Yes, it is an archaeological action movie. With dealing with history. Dealing with history, but it is not a historical movie. Which makes it movie. a historical movie. No, it does not make a historical movie. <laughs> I want to know what the people have to say on this. I want to know if y'all agree with National Treasure being a historical movie versus it not being a historical movie. Let us know in the comments. By Spider's definition. Let us know in the comments. Indiana Jones has a whip, and it goes like this. Whip? I don't know why the whip is <laughs> such a non-factor in this movie. Yeah, you're right. It needed more whip, huh? Remember when he, he whipped he's... the whip and he swang from the whip from one side to another? Uh-huh. Okay, I just he's want to done that it out in there. just about every movie. He's used to whip the swing, except this one, because Harrison he's Ford is getting he's older, old. and he even says that they're climbing the rocks. And Hel Helena is like, you know, are you all right up there? He's like, yeah, I'm just thinking. She's like, what are you thinking about? I'm thinking about how, <laughs> why am I here with you know shattered spine and yeah, blown that's out one knees. of the most realest comments that made the movie so grounded because mm -hmm. it's like. Like, he didn't want the call to adventure. He he left town because he was trying to clear his name and he was trying to get the artifact back. Then he still ended up having to deal with the situation anyway because it's like, if I don't get involved, bad things can happen. Right. Again, no government official, no police officer, no backing of the government or the state or anything. One man out here with his goddaughter going amongst criminals and thieves and Nazis. Listen, mm -hmm. you can't get in no top tier as a bad guy than a Nazi. And Everybody knows it's a staple. It's Nazi and anything else. And here's my question. He he felt the need to get involved. I think on in, in, in some part to save Helena or Helena, I keep calling her Helena, to save Helena. I guess that's a name you wanted to have. I don't and know. To make sure that she didn't do something that she regretted. On the other hand, he wanted to make sure that the Archimedes, the, the dollar Archimedes didn't get stolen. The Antikythera is what they called it. Um, to make sure it didn't get stolen, to make sure it wasn't being used by Nazis. But had he not got involved, and he was like, you know what? Helena left. Okay, let me just make sure that I can clear my name. To where I'm not accused of this murder. And he stayed in New York. Helena would have sold, auctioned it off to somebody else. Either that or Schmidt would have gotten a hold of it because he did show up and he ended mm -hmm. up getting a hold of it anyway. But had they stopped there, mm -hmm. because they still had to get the graphicos in order to find the second piece. Mm -hmm. Once Schmidt the only reason they got the graphical is because Indy and Helena went down and got it. Mm -hmm. Schmidt couldn't read it. 
he had to have Helena decipher it. Mm-hmm. And once she deciphered it, she knew that that wasn't the whole thing. And the only reason that Schmidt knew where to go next is because he watched them sail away. So had they not gone, because the only reason they were able to get the Graphicos is because India had a friend who had a boat and who mm-hmm. had the equipment to do that deep sea diving. Had they not mm-hmm. gone, would Helena been able to get the Graphicos? If she wouldn't have been able to get the Graphicos, Schmidt wouldn't have been able to follow her to the ear of Dionysus and they wouldn't have gotten the second part. So, Indy getting involved. All you're doing is explaining the paradox. Exactly. It it comes to the conclusion of the movie that Indy was clearly always meant to do exactly what he did Mm -hmm. by we seeing what's the the gentleman named Hermes? Archimedes. Archimedes was buried with the watch, and we had propellers on the side of the tombstone which mm-hmm. basically stayed that this was an airplane versus a dragon and, and here's, here's none of that question. stuff would have happened if right. he hadn't succeeded in going back in time and seeing these things right. so you created a paradox with indiana jones mm-hmm. the only difference is time travel the only well, every time we do go into try and travel, it gets messy. It's, it's just something different, and this is a this is a different explanation as we've seen in all of the other you know iterations and explanations that we've gotten about time travel, and it's because every time we get another one of these, it's something different. And like we talked about it when we were reviewing the Flash, you have you know the time travel excuse me, explanation that we got in Endgame where you make a change in the past and they put you on an alternate timeline. And it's the right. same thing, you know, uh, or a branch timeline where the original timeline still exists, but, you know, you're, now not because on you're, you're not on it because you've made that change. And where we have the explanation of Back to the Future where you go on a past, you make a change that puts you onto a new timeline and the other timeline is completely erased as it never happened. And as we've seen, you know, with Back to the Future, he went back and his father didn't get to meet his mom so he started to disappear from existence because the timeline mm-hmm. that he was born on was never established and then we have the flash where you go back you make a change and put you onto a entirely new timeline that has a new past and a new future but your timeline still exists is just again you're not on it you're not on it but now we have this where it's sort of an eternal cycle of things where the things that you do now and in the future always happen you know, it's not time that what they say time is a flat circle. And so it's not that you went and changed the past. It's just that your past was always going to be your future. Everything is always going to happen. But my thing is that they had the whole argument of when they went into, you know, the 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 Roman War, the attack on Sicily or whatever the name of the battle was that they ended up going back to was that Indy wanted to stay. This is something that he had always dreamed of. He wanted to, you know, see history in real life. And Helena is like, no, because you're going to mess up the timeline. You don't belong here. You're going to change the course of history. And Archimedes tells them, and, you know, basically they say, you know, we're sorry. We're not supposed to be here. And Archimedes was like, you were always meant to be here because he didn't create the, 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 the dial, the Antikythera, at least the way that they surmised it was that, that he didn't create it to 
just time travel. He created it for someone in the future to come back to see him. So he mm. had the, so he would be able to get the proof that it worked. Mm-hmm. And how else would you prove that? Because if you just create a time machine and you, you know, somebody from the future uses it, you will live your entire life not knowing that the time machine worked. But if you created mm-hmm. to basically be like a beacon to come back to you, then that's like basically proves like, okay, this actually worked because it worked as I intended it to. But what I don't get is that they took the Antikythera because Helena was like, he needs, he can't keep that because he needs to make his own to preserve right. the cycle of time. But was it that they let him keep the watch because they knew that he always had the watch because he had the watch on when he was buried? Because if they this wanted to true. preserve, you know, history, then they should have taken the watch as well as taken it and took it there. This is very true. But I think at that point in time, they were trying to get back to that wormhole before, before it, closed. it closed. Yeah. So give me this. And I know I need this. The watchdog process probably never even crossed your mind. Mm-hmm. Even though you saw it earlier, mm-hmm. you're, you're not thinking to yourself, oh, he got that off of such and such. Yeah. Also, so the watch was in really good condition. to say the rest of Vala got burned up. Hey, that was a Frankie Washington original. I just want you guys to know that. Okay. <clears throat> fire, fire resistant watches? Uh, time resistant. Time resistant <laughs> watches. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh one thing i will say about indiana jones and this is a staple for the franchise right because mm-hmm. we think franchise when they throw their punch there's always the thunder that comes right it's an echo is a and that's how you know somebody's knocked out sound effect i will say uh there were some questionable things in this movie, but I will say um, it was an Indiana Jones movie. The questionable things like what? Why they had to shoot Antonio Banderas? Just they to show that they're bad guys. No, they didn't have to do it. No, Just man. to show that they're bad guys. They didn't There's have to shoot it. They didn't have to shoot anybody to... on that boat. They didn't have to shoot anybody in the school. They didn't mm-hmm. have to shoot. They didn't have to shoot. Uh, what's the young lady's character for the CIA that you uh, mentioned earlier? Mason. Yeah, they didn't have to shoot Mason. No. Well, they probably did have to shoot Mason if they were still in the plane. Because she, first of all, she looked like she was not about to have it. Okay, she, <laughs> she was wasn't. She was sick of them. She was sick of them. <laughs> she was sick of them from the beginning when they were in New I, York. She was y'all like, about "You to mess up my good job. Like, you know how why, hard I work to get this Why are you shooting position? these people? It's like you know you are." You were supposed to be working for us. Like we're supposed mm. to go in to find this information. And it's because they um when she came in, she was talking to her superior or whatever. It was like, hey, we found a, we found a woman. She's met mm-hmm. up with a Dr. Jones, you know, all this mm-hmm. other kind of stuff. They went into the building and her superior, her supervisor, whatever, was like, okay, we're gonna call our guys to go in. And the dude what was his name, Claber, with the you know, the blonde flat top. Uh he just like him. Same the guy that was in Logan, right? Yeah, he was in Logan. Him and a, him and okay. a big dude, big dude name was was uh, Hawk. They just went in the building. It's like, 
what are y'all doing? And it was like, they just did what they wanted to do. And they were just wilding out, just going and killing people, beating up people. And it's I hard think- hard to keep that racism tucked in, man. It always <laughs> exposes itself in the worst ways too. It just comes out angrily. But I, I really think it was just to establish them as just straight up bad people. Because you it's like- had, You should have had a whip. <laughs> you can't have whip against whip. Why I think that'd have been too, I don't think that would have been too far. That would have been a nice action scene, which whipping it all, all kind of whip ways. You can't have Harrison Ford do that. Harrison Ford can do whatever he wants. He's you, Indiana Jones. You think that he could have a whip battle at his ripe old age of 80-something? You seen the way he was cracking that whip at that auction? He said, get back. Get, mm-hmm. get back. And you saw what happened to him after that. He was about to get shot. Yeah, they did a, a reversal on him because when that guy had the sword in the first Indiana Jones, he was doing all the hand stuff. Mm-hmm. And Indiana Jones pulled his pistol out and shot him. Clearly, that's what was about to happen to him. But Indy too quick. Indy threw that hip out and fell on the floor so fast and then relocated the hip and then got out of that. But sometimes you got to throw that hip out and fall. <laughs> He's 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 getting past the point of being able to do complex. So you just don't want no more Indiana Jones. I don't think we need any more Indiana Joneses. What if what if we turn it into like a legend, uh, legacy name and pass on to like a? We got to get one more, and then he has to pass like the hat. Kind of like supposed to be. That was supposed to be what was going to happen in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but then they didn't do that. No, because they didn't like Shia LaBeouf's character. And whose fault is that? They created the character. I don't. I don't know. I didn't write it, but they still didn't pass the hat whether they liked it or not. And they didn't pass hat in this one either. And they didn't like the fact that it, we went from uh, Christian stuff to alien stuff. So in a lot of ways, this movie. Here's what I I think happened with this movie. This movie looked at the franchise as a whole, mm-hmm. looked at the things that people like, didn't like. And it answered all of those things, gave you a little bit of nostalgia to give you the classic Indiana Jones. Even when they were in the little the carts, right? Mm-hmm. Little tiki carts. I could not help but feeling like we were in the train trolley cars. Modern. Yeah. Not historic. Modern, up-to-date trolley cars. I mean, it still wasn't modern back then either. <laughs> and then we got Indiana Jones's... Uh, what is this? Is kryptonite snakes? Why does it have to be snakes? But it was snakes in the water. It was yeah, eels at this time. Water. It was like remix. <laughs> even the even the kid was like you Teddy know, was like connection. Teddy was like, oh, they look like snakes. He's like, no, they don't. No, no they, they don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> Underwater snakes. And they, they listen. It was it was pretty frightening the way they were coming out of the skull once they pull up the uh, the little tablet. Mm-hmm. That, they were attacking. They even bit off a piece of the bone. It's like, oh my God, these things are aggressive. Yeah. And the scene when they were in the cave with all of the... The bugs. Again, reminds me back of Indiana Jones, the first one, when he had all those bugs over him. Mm-hmm. So I think they looked at the franchise as a whole and says, we're going to take all the stuff that worked, keep that. We're going to address all the stuff that didn't work, the aliens, the... the the astronauts and all this other stuff and show how inverse, how the time is changing. You know, they're not 
leaning towards history and paleontology and archaeology and all this stuff. They're moving towards space. But we're not. We're still here with one more last ride with something that's crazy, like time travel. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. But here we are with Indiana Jones and his whip and his hat and his satchel and his pistol and his goddaughter who's who's independent, strong, and a savage because not once, not once did Indiana Jones save her. She saved him from yeah. drowning. But she also kind of is the reason that he was there in the first place. So it'll have been screwed up if she let him drown. And another thing, again, going back to the bad guys just being bad guys, there were four people underwater. Right. right? And they cut the hose of one of the guys. Yeah, I got to get y'all attention. But did he though? <laughs> we could have easily just waited for y'all to come up. Exactly. But we're here. <laughs> because they already saw they saw the boat coming and they saw them jumping on to the boat. So they were like, okay, well, we know we got to get back up there. And they, they had to get back up there anyway because their time was running out. So they Senseless were going to have killing. to resurface anyway. Senseless killing. <laughs> just straight up cut the dude's holes. And how did they know which was which? They had no clue. So they would just like we just go kill what one if, person. What if he was the guy that was holding it and now we're running out of air, but he's taking it down with him? It make no sense to do this. But it, like I said, it was just to show that because we talked about having villains with these redeeming qualities because they have this motivation, like, okay, well, we understand the motivation, but we don't agree with your methods of you know how you're going about doing this. But they were just they were in, in I haven't the, killed anybody today. They were <laughs> literally in the past going like flying over this war and fucking Claber gets on the machine gun and just starts shooting. This is my time to it's it's my like, time to go. Kill count, baby. Yeah. What, what would he what did that accomplish? Like killing them killing those people. Well, in his defense, they did shoot a spear through the plane. So you gotta do something to make them stop, or else you're gonna crash. Oh, and then they ended up crashing anyway. Of course, because there's a spear coming through the plane. <laughs> it was more than one. Yeah, they it was multiple. That, they blew the engine out. <laughs> you was coming down, dragon. <laughs> but yeah, they, they were just evil to for the and it's just for the sake of being evil. And I guess that's the the movies. You know, they're, they're Nazis. Yeah, they're Nazis. Nazis are bad people. And there you go. They, they don't need motivation. Matter. They don't they need motivation. Commands. It's Nazis like, are bad people. I don't like you. There you go. But one man with a whip comes in and saves the day. But did he save the day, though? No, this, this goes right <laughs> into the trope of the Indiana Jones movie. Big Bang Theory made a perfect example of this. He mm -hmm. said, in the Raiders of the Lost Ark, the first Indiana Jones movie that everybody falls in love with, if Indiana Jones did not participate in the events, the outcome would have still been the same. Mm -hmm. In fact, it probably would have been the same sooner. They would have opened the covenant and they would have died. Mm -hmm. The fact that Indiana Jones was there only advanced the situation or delayed it, but it still happened. Right. 
this movie falls into the exact same thing. In fact, it's exactly what you said. Chances are, if he was not involved, they probably would have never found the two pieces to put them together anyway. Mm -hmm. But he was always destined to be a part of this paradox because of the tomb. Now, the only difference that's not confusing in this time travel movie is we see the opposite. We see them come out of it. (laughs) And believe it or not, we want to think that they came out of it unscathed. But I think what comes out of it is that they're not on the same timeline, just like the regular logic. Because even though they were separated, well, Helena, Helena, Helena made the call, made the call for Indy's wife to come back. Right. And they came back. And everything is supposed to be the same. Nothing's supposed to be changed, right? Right. Okay. We got out I mean, of here so fast enough. That's what I'm not, saying. What's, 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 we, we, well, what's I'm different? I'm just saying, we don't know if anything's different because we got out of there fast enough. We didn't see the world around him. Are the neighbors still there? Are they not there? Uh, is he still working at the job? Is he not working at the job? We kind of panned out because Indy had hung up his hat for adventures. Mm-hmm. But then you see at the last minute, he grabs his hat because there's some more adventures left. And so I need my hat. It's either that or we're doing something kinky with the hat. Come on, man. You see I mean, what was going on in that kitchen? A lot of kissing. Yeah. It don't it where where else it hurt? I mean, it's possible. Yeah. She could tell them that she wanted them to wear the hat and just only the hat. And that was in the game, baby. Yeah, two hands for safety. <laughs> yeah, man. Oops, I'm about to tear down the studio. <laughs> Ask the question, Spider. <laughs> so I'm you say you're going to make us wait, but when it comes to Indiana Jones and a Dollar Destiny, Mr. VIP Frank in Washington, is it super? Oh, man. Listen. You got damn right to Super Spider. God damn. Go out and see Indiana Jones and a Dollar Destiny. Harrison Ford is in it. Dun, 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 dun. iconic music they wrapped it all up they answered they they took care of all y'all didn't like mud kill him mutt (laughs) his name is not mud can't even get his name right kill him off all screen yep kill him off in the war indiana jones is tore up about it because we make it a point to see if you can go back in time and do anything i saved my son Mm -hmm. i saved my son because losing my son was a strain on my marriage and Oh my God, we are we are heartbroken, Indy. That's not what we want for our character. We want him to have a happy ever after, like Thanos. <laughs> Retire on the farm, start gardening, growing exotic fruit that we never saw. That looked like maybe it's potatoes. I don't know. He has soup, or does that not constitute for soup? What Thanos was cooking? <laughs> I don't know what the hell he was cooking. Go back and watch this Infinity War. That'll just become game. It doesn't make a difference. He could have been cooking anything, and we can't call it the soup if we don't know what the fuck it is. It was liquidy. <laughs> soup. Could have been a stew. Which is a form of it is not a form of soup. Soup and stew are two different things. Oh my goodness, you're the Campbell's police. <laughs> The movie Super, y'all should watch Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. 
Because it is. I mean, it's an Indiana Jones movie. Mm -hmm. It gives you all the Indiana Jones feels. And AI has something to do with it because some of those CGI scenes are just, I I don't think we watched it fully as a person because if we did, we would have went back and made those corrections or maybe the money ran out. I don't know. Maybe. I know there was one um, scene where Helena was on a roof and she was watching a parade down below. And it was like so CG that the parade the people who were marching the parade while they were walking they were gliding as they were walking down the street so it wasn't just like it was regular people and they didn't get like an arrow shot it was just like a you know uh, a graphically composed shot of the people marching in the parade i was just like oh okay that kind of sticks out a little bit uh but once we get to ground level those uh heelys on that was back in time there is definitely not around in the 60s but um no it was not there but um (laughs) once we got down to the ground and this is a real nitpicky thing and it was actual people in the parade scene they were walking they were marching the the band while they were playing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh of course not an actual band um but the guy who just happened to be at the very front of that shot while he was marching he has this trumpet and he's holding it with one hand the trumpet is not on his lips and the band is supposed to be playing music. The music is going, but the trumpet is not on his lips. You can see the trumpet kind of like moving and everything. So I was like, you know, yeah, but there's a horse that comes right through right after that. So you're not supposed to pay attention to right. That. You're not supposed so, to CGI but, but like I say, it, it's CGI just, you know, me being nitpicky about things. Not that it like it destroyed the scene or anything like that. It was just something that I happened to notice. Sounds like it's pretty fucking scene. close to <laughs> If it ain't but, it, it's close. And I mean, we already talked about this when we watched the trailer about, you know, whether they were like shooting in a volume or whatever blue screen or green screen they were shooting off the parade scene. The the background is clearly, you know, CGI. all CG. And yeah. it's, it's very apparent why they were, because uh, it just seemed like the, the lighting. And because they're, the parade is going like down a street that has like tall buildings on, on both sides. And That's just right. where the sun is placed, in the scene it just didn't match up with the lighting on the uh, that the way that they were lit on the scene so it, it's very apparent people for that That's yeah but it's very it's very apparent that you know everything was green screen you know him going through the subway was also green screened and you know all this other kind of stuff you know have we gotten to a point that this is the way though are we not shooting anything practically anymore because it's cheaper just to shoot it on green screen is it cheap but i think that you know, I'm sure that COVID kind of, you know, played a part in a lot of, you know, the well, moves that are coming out in recent. If you're not gonna do it right, don't do it. Didn't you yeah, say that? I did, and I still stick with, I still stick by that. So we don't get things where we can point out, like, okay, yeah, that's clearly CG. That's clearly CG. That's clearly CG. So you know, it shouldn't be as obvious to the average moviegoer to be able this to point true. out, you know, what's not real. If you want to do it, if you want to do it to where it's like a futuristic background, you know, like, okay, this city just never existed. So of course, yes, I know that CG then that's mm-hmm. fine. But if it's mm-hmm. just supposed to be, you know, modern, mm-hmm. well, you know, New York in 1969, you can build, uh, on a studio lot, you can build a street, you know, mm-hmm. but you can, of course you can't build a street that's long enough for you to do an entire parade 
unless you build a set on an actual street. You know, you have, or but then that like takes the matrix do for the treadmill and build it around it and then turn the treadmill on. So you're moving and at the same time, you're keeping still. That's no, no, it's, it's different. It's, you know, it's regardless of, you know, you can have uh, the parade if you're doing the shot where you're seeing like the entire parade down pr proceeding down the street. Yeah, you might be able to have that CD, but if you have something that's just sort of like in a specific like one block radius, you can create that on studio backlot. But again, like you said, if it's cheaper, then it's cheaper to create the whole background as CG rather than doing some practical, some CG. I don't know what goes into the budget, but you know, but. Sound like they're shaving something off the top of that budget. And we, and we already know that, you know, these movies, uh, these VFX production houses are, you know, being overworked. They're being given these like real, constricting deadlines on how to get stuff out so they can yeah. turn movies around and they yeah. agree to it because if they don't or they say they're not able to then the studio like okay well we're never going to work with you ever again and now the studio has to, the production house struggles to find you know work and there's no shortage of work in these vfx production houses because like you said this is the way that most movies are going these days where everything is being created in in the volume or you know to have these green screens or blue screens and everything so there's going to be work out there but if your production house doesn't meet the deadline criteria then mm. you know you lose out on those contracts you lose out on the contracts mm. your animators don't get paid and oh. so the thing about it is not only are they not going to get paid, but then the thing about it is that they don't get really that great pay in the beginning. So, so here's I don't know. It's, it's, it's just uh, uh, the VFX people going on strike along with the writers going on strike. We won't have any movies. No. Just <laughs> pay them. Pay the animators, pay the writers, pay the actors. Actors are going on strike too because these actors who have getting these um these streaming roles, they don't see like any residuals from the, the mm. streaming numbers. So can't afford those numbers, right? Those numbers kinda high. Because we don't we don't know what the sugar do yet, so we gotta see. It all depends. And sometimes it takes multiple seasons before a show can actually kick off. But then you have it's like Netflix won't even allow those seasons to, to get off the ground because if it doesn't perform well in that first season, they'll go three yeah, episodes Netflix, in and be like, nope, cut it. Netflix is looking for the next hit. They're looking they, for the next Bird they Box. They bring back season two. They brought back Bird Box. They did a sequel to Bird Box. Uh, was Sandra Bullock in it? No, not with Sandra Bullock. It was like the same, in, the same incidents happening, but it was like somewhere else in the world. Oh, well, we like Sandy. So it was like so. a, not, I guess not a sequel, but like a spiritual successor, I guess. But then you have it, season two to, is it cake? There you go. Netflix knows what they're doing. <laughs> but not what the audience thinks. I guess. You look at any Algorithm. social media post by Netflix and their comments are just filled with people asking them to bring back shows that they canceled. And that's called engagement. They want that. <laughs> you're right you're absolutely yeah, right hey man I want to say thank you to all the people that made Indiana Jones his last crusade the dollar destiny or the last uh, one, in, one of the good Indiana Jones movies it's it was Indiana. definitely an improvement from 
Kingdom of the Crystal, Crystal Skull. Skull. Yeah, it, it it's it wasn't perfect by any means. Is it? I I feel no, that what movie it, is? Well, no, and you're you're right. There is no perfect movie. Um, but I know that a lot of people were looking for it to get back to like its original trilogy status, right? And just the the success that those films were, and. I don't know. We, we they might be able to see the same success, but I'll still say that those original trilo- trilogy movies were better stories. I thought they were better movies than I need. I need one more spider. I need Indiana to come mm-hmm. back, short round to come back, and he, he passed the hat on to somebody that's gonna be you know carry the franchise. I thought that short round was gonna come back in this one. Um, I knew that we were you know Antonio Banderas was in the trailer and everything, but I thought that you know he would be. Like just just somewhere, when he said that uh, he had no, why? <laughs> I'm trying to say, where would he be? When he said that, I have a friend who owes me a favor. I thought that that's what we were going to see. Yeah, that would have been awesome. But the surprise cameo by Antonio Banderas was nice too. Yeah, but there was a a newly created character that was, you know. Well, he hasn't man, been in a previous. What's uh? What's the dude that plays short round? Uh, Kwan. Was this around the same time he was filming everywhere, everything all at once? Every I don't, I, possibility. I don't know. Okay. I have no clue. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking he was busy out here winning awards, living Possibly. his best life, saying I don't need that Thor and Doctor Jones money. <laughs> He could have. I, I don't know. But I know, nice. I, I know he nice. was if you're gonna send him off. If you're going to send him off, it would be nice if he had that reunion as well. Yeah. That relationship was iconic. Yeah. You know? But I know Kiwi Kwan was at the uh, at the premiere for Dallas Destiny. Uh, I saw a clip on social media where um, they were doing like the like the red carpet press or whatever. And so Harrison yes. Ford was doing an interview with somebody and Kiwi Kwan kind of like just snuck up and tapped him on the shoulder and surprised him. And you just see the joy on Harrison Ford's face. It's like, he's, yeah. he's like, so like immensely proud of, you know, this kid who he, you know, got to know in just one of these movies and just to be able to see his success and everything that he's been able to accomplish as an adult after leaving, you know, acting for so many years. And it's just yeah. nice to see that relationship. Yeah, it would have been good to see that on screen. Mm, missed opportunity right there. But no, but I don't I don't think that there should be another one. I, I can't say for sure or not whether or not there will be one, but I don't think there well, should be one. It all depends on how the numbers on this one. Yeah. Because let's not be confused it is on the house of mouse now it's a yes. george lucas house of mouse kind of collabo there was a disney 100 years logo that came up mm. absolutely under that disney umbrella so if it makes enough money disney is not afraid to milk their ip well then and that's also it. if harrison ford agrees to do another one he's he may not want to, the, to he's coming to the mcu so He's clearly working. Yeah, he's clearly working. I wouldn't be surprised if I saw, uh, what's the one where he was the president? Air Force One? That, it might be Air Force Three, because I think there was an Air Force Two. I don't know about that. 
Yeah, I think they had an Air Force too. With that Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. Yeah. No. So why would he come back for another one? To redo it, you know what I mean? Nah. Might do another uh, fugitive. Absolutely not. Yeah, I could see it. Harrison Ford in a wheelchair. Just I didn't kill my wife again. <laughs> the, the, the wheelchair got knots on it. <laughs> Oh, I'm the only one. Okay, that's fine. <clears throat> Somebody got it. Somebody got it. Sure. <laughs> Why you do it like this? <laughs> no, I was just looking. Try to like. So sure. the Air Force One sequel has not been created. Well, there you go, Harrison Ford, Air Force One, Two, <laughs> Air Force Two. No. There you go. Uh, I, I, no. No. Oh, good times, man. But no, if you enjoy any of the Indiana Jones films, even if you have a, even if you have a sour taste in your mouth from the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and you just didn't like it, which a lot of people didn't like it, it, it was not well received, but <clears throat> still. Even after all of that, I suggest, you know, I, I, I think that Dollar Destiny is still a decent movie. I still think it's still a, a pretty good time. It gives you all of the little elements of your Indiana Jones movie. I personally, I would have liked to see a few more like puzzles, like for them to try to figure out. What do you um, mean? What is this placement? Yeah, but that, that was like need more than that. They had like two puzzles. And that was it. Tomb Raider, man. This ain't Tomb Raider, which but is still, not a historical movie. There's, no, it's not a historical movie. But you have <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. How many like riddles and puzzles that they had to get through? Like the entire movie itself was them going through different riddles and puzzles. All the clues that Doctor Jones, that Henry Jones had in his his like little notebook, they were all like different puzzles, different clues. And that was a good part of the movie. That was a to me that was a national treasure, man. They only took the stuff that worked, okay? They gave National Treasure took it from Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. That's when he got the idea movie. for the puzzles. The puzzles were part... It, National Treasure is not a historical movie. The puzzles are part of them <laughs> finding the clues. Not just, oh, I memorized everything in the book, so I just know where we need to go. That's not allowing the audience to be able to go on a journey with you. It's like, oh, we need to go to Tangier. Why? Oh, because I know I read it in the book. Yeah, well... The same, the same transforms. Okay, you can't just. What does that have to do with anything? A, there was an archaeologist in the new Transformers. What do you mean? What's the young lady's name that played? Uh, Elena. Elena. Yeah. Well, that's not her name, but you know. Oh she well. Plays her name. Yeah. She was an archaeologist, right? No, she was an intern. Oh wow! She do more, more than the manager. She did, but she wasn't an archaeologist. She was an intern. Wow. Okay. Are you denying the fact that she was an intern? She knew more than what I knew. She <laughs> knew pro that. probably no more than a lot of people in the building, but her specific title was that she was an intern. And maybe intern. I could show you how I cook a summer in the winter. Sorry, old Kanye. 
Go watch the movie. The Dollar Destiny, Indiana Jones. And let us know if it should be the last one. Let us know if it should be the last one. I don't get Harrison Ford out of bed. No more. Leave him alone. I'm not saying that he can't act. I'm just saying that I feel like he's beyond doing these action scenes now because it's just, it's implausible to see an old man doing this stuff. Is this why he actually killed off in uh, Star Wars? Probably. Rumored, I mean, speculation that he's could be kill kill me off possibly mm. damn and i mean well, it's at some point like you said you know if they do do another one it should be like a passing of the torch type thing but at some point you have to allow the original characters if you're going to keep the franchise going you need to be able to pass it on to a younger generation and you can keep the story going into yeah. you know spiritual succession of the original characters but these characters can't portray, or these you know actors be, can't portray these characters forever. You know what would be good though if they did pass the torch, and maybe, maybe not in the first movie. Maybe we established a new character in the first movie, mm-hmm. but somewhere along, like maybe the third movie, you'll find out like Indy had his own secret, and maybe he set some traps and stuff so that he discovered something that he told nobody else about, and it was like you're discovering this because you discovered that when Indiana found out about it, it's like the end of the world. It had to be hidden and you discovered it. Of course, they made you discover it because they got your family or somebody kidnapped or they're putting the pressure on and they're forcing you to do it. Then you discover it. And of course, in true Indiana Jones fashion, the situation happens and we question if you wasn't involved in the first place with the situation still happened in true Indiana Jones fashion. And that'll be a nice little trilogy. Sorry, I'm just trying to get us paid. Um, I don't know about that one. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I can't see Indiana Jones as a character creating a series of traps and puzzles trying to keep a specific item safe because we yeah but we saw what he did with the with his half of the antiquity there he just locked it in the storage facility under a false shelf yeah, that's light work. I'm just saying, that's an indication right there. He got it in there. He didn't just open a box and there it was. You had to remove I mean, the arrowhead. Yeah, it was like one extra step. Exactly. Light work. He, he's that doesn't, that doesn't from, show that, and even more so, from, he, he's retired from going on archaeological digs and finding ancient yeah, artifacts, so he's, he's going to set up an, 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 a, a very elaborate trap system? With, vill- with village people, yeah. To make sure that they never get their hands on the MacGuffin. Sure. This could work. I like this. Sure. Somebody somebody call me. I'll write it up for call, you. Call him. Don't call me. Call him. <laughs> Cause I, I'm I'm not getting on board with this idea. Indiana Jones in his wheelchair <laughs> with the knots. <laughs> no, but let us know what you think. If you think there should be another Indiana Jones film to close out the franchise, or do you think that this one did the job enough? 
but leave us a comment but remember if you like the video go ahead hit the like button subscribe to the channel hit the bell so you can be notified when we have new episodes that come out if you want the audio version of the podcast just search for all things super on your favorite podcast streaming platform and if you want to join in on the conversation just tweet at us at at super pod leave a comment we'll read your comment because we like reading comments there it go man i love y'all and i love this show and I love y'all. How about the love? And I love and I love this show. I don't know if it's feel equal now. Love for you, love for the show. It's all equal footing. It's all super. It's all super. The love that we have for them is super. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for joining us for this episode. We appreciate all love, all support, and we will see you all in the next one. But until then, keep being super. <laughs> <laughs>